On this show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world where it's always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Conrad when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping you. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you're gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. What up, though, everyone? Welcome to the Who's Man's podcast. I'm your host, Ronda Dye, aka Mr. Taylor Mate. In the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Who's Man's podcast. Uh, we got a lot lined up for y'all, but before we get going, we gotta find out who's here. Hey, no, if you bug, hey, no, if you bug, hey, no, if you bug, hey, hey, hey. no. I said we bugging, we bugging, we ready. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. I love it. I'm really happy to record. Be back. I'm alive. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so also in the building with us tonight, we got a very special guest. So, I mean, I don't even know which name you want to use. I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Man. How you want to come in? <laughs> yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Nick McGee, the Righteous Ratchet, a.k.a. YT McGee, a.k.a. Picante Negro. Shout out to my Latino girlfriend. Hey. Uh, hey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so welcome. Welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. It's a longtime friend of all of us. It's, it's a long overdue. Yeah, man. It feels good, man. I feel like you deserved a little bit of a better introduction. Like, rapper, entrepreneur, uh, 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 world traveler, uh, uh, <laughs> Finesser, hey, uh, <laughs> poet, uh, actor, uh, Spartan, Spartan Air. Yeah, Spartan, <laughs> Spartan Air, that's a good one. Bro. I like that one. Different. I like that, bro. I no, want to be that. I kind of yeah. want to take you. I might steal that. <laughs> can I take you everywhere after that, Brian? Like, can you just introduce me everywhere I go? As long as you buy my flight. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't quite got it like that yet, so we <laughs> have to wait. <laughs> We're gonna table that one yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> um, all right, man. So we don't had a crazy ass weekend, so let's go ahead and get started into that. For the for the first time in a long time, all of us been together, YT McGee included, all four of us in the same Say building. Man. How what what do we even start? Well, first of all, I'm congratulations first, to yes. to Austin and Dominique McMurray for sure for having a beautiful wedding in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I don't know, everything about it was just on cloud nine. Amazing. Like, um, just so much love, so much happiness, friendship, fellowship, everything you can think of all in one. Um, so shout out to them. Uh, so I don't know what y'all want to add to that. Man. I mean, I mean, also so much, so much personality into it too. Like you can tell this was their yes. way. They brought their full selves to it. Oh all yeah, there. for sure. I mean, totally <clears throat> echoing what you guys say. Like it just felt so good to see someone or to see two people that you honestly truly love and look up to and admire uh like do that they did the damn thing like everything was as close to perfect as it could be even the rain was perfect like the rain came <laughs> at the perfect time like how do you even time that i feel like everything was so beautiful and and the words that their parents spoke uh to them and their best man and uh maid of honor 
uh, it 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 just felt really really good to be part of. Yeah, no, I totally agree, man. It was it was really interesting to see how many Michigan State people were there. Mm. It was like a reunion. Mm. Like, uh, like I I feel like we were I don't know, maybe more than a little bit more than half of the the whole wedding. So, <laughs> it really was though, for real. Like, so it was just, just kind of goes to show, like you know, the kind of people we come from, and you know what our alma mater is all about. Mm. Speak on it. Yeah, that's very real. So, of course, with the joyous occasion, and can't have to come to party in as well. <sighs> <sighs> Man, how are y'all doing today? Is everybody becoming straight? Man, <laughs> um, yesterday, not so much. If you yeah. had asked me for a drink yesterday, I might have slapped you in the face. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> don't expect me like that. That was what I was at yesterday. I just want to know how much alcohol did we buy? And then, because uh, I feel like we drank more alcohol than we bought. <laughs> That's not a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the bottle just started bringing more in. Like, I'll let the, let the party keep going. Like, if God was involved in it, I don't know what happened. The never-ending <laughs> bottle. Yes, bro. And then they just popped up. Like, you would go to sleep one night, you wake up, and there's a bottle there. Now, I woke up at, like, three. So, maybe that happened with the most of the day, bro. It was some power right. between when you yeah, went to sleep right. and you woke up. <laughs> you were gone, bro. <laughs> I think you had the most sleep out of everyone. I was Definitely. praying to my God in that bed. I said, look, I do not want to miss this wedding, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to work a mighty miracle with me right now. <laughs> All right? <laughs> a mighty one. I was there. <laughs> I was there. I had an awesome time. You made yeah, it. Uh, it was nice to have all the cool, like Wait. the, every, like uh, Nick was saying, like having the whole crew together, especially like in our group chat, just having like actual, well, first of all, Darna was there, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, things went well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as, as well as they could when Donald uh, yeah. he's still alive I'm still alive he made it to the wedding you know we were nice but now we're since we're back to our agenda and our scheduled program he ain't shit so <laughs> alright alright I got some stuff for you later okay we oh. can talk about that alright oh alright bet hey <laughs> I got you <laughs> Darnold. You got the dirt. You got the <laughs> dirt. All right. I should say he might not be alive right now. <laughs> <laughs> he came to work out with me. I tell y'all the whole story. Right? All right. All right. Say, oh man, stay to the this. end, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what we got first, Ron? Hey, I mean, I... we gotta talk about our travel back, though. Oh my God, yeah. Like it was so fun. a few of us got. Like, Got caught up in some bull on the way back home. So we were flying out of Albuquerque, trying to get back to our respective destinations. And we get there bright and early. Like, we woke up at about 6.30, made that, like, hour trip, and we get there. And literally, it turns out, like, not even 15 minutes before we get there, there's some kind of, like, random incident that goes down that shuts the whole airport down. So we, we pull up, and there's, like, a small little line for me at security. Like, oh, I guess, you know, they haven't opened yet. We don't, we don't know what's going on. So, sure enough, time starts going by, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, and this this line is getting crazy. Yeah. Like, this crowd is getting huge. Ain't nobody getting through security. People who are in the airport are forced to come out, and at this point, we still have no clue what's really going on. Like, rumors are spreading around and all that, but no one really knows what the deal was. And we so still hurting, we start getting, by the go way, ahead. let's not forget, we oh, still yeah. hurting, okay? 
We got to sit on the floor. <laughs> like, look, I spread out on that floor so good. Uh, I was like, look, you can I was, this up forever, okay? Yo, we before you keep going, I was really surprised when I woke up at like 8 and Brian was gone. I was like, wait. <laughs> the Brian that went to sleep last night didn't look like he's gonna make it this morning. Look, I was surprised too. Oh, he, well, he was going in that car. I don't even know if oh, he realized if he took a car. I think he teleported. <laughs> <laughs> even from the house to the airport, as far as his conscience was concerned. Uh huh. All right, keep going, man. So yeah. All right. So so it was about nine thirty. We've been there for about an hour, and finally some details started coming out. So apparently, we don't still don't know the full details, but there was a man out there who got stuff off a flight for being rowdy, and I think they had difficulty getting him on another one. And he, he was going through something in his life. Like, we don't know if he was mentally ill or if he was just in a bad place, but he eventually decided he was going to harm himself. So he broke a mug that, the, um, that they had up at the front and cut himself with it and started causing a bunch of issues. So they shut down the whole entire terminal, the whole airport. They're like, all right, we got to shut everything down while we take care of this guy. I think it was another, like, maybe hour and a half, maybe close to two hours before they finally, like, got him to calm down and come into custody and all that. In the meantime, you should see the craziness of this crowd that's building up. Like, literally, the entire front lobby of this airport is just full of people standing here. Crowds are outside. Cars parked all down the street. Like, man... The down there, we had half the city at the airport. First of all, Albuquerque Airport, y'all need a makeover because that don't look like an airport. It looks like a bus station. I was confused. Like, like, what's what is where we at? (laughs) Exactly. So imagine us sitting here for about two hours when when no idea when we're going to get on our flights. Like we're getting conflicting information. Dude comes out like, all right, y'all, all your flights are delayed. Five minutes later, oh, actually they can't. Five minutes later. Oh, never mind. They're not canceled. They still delayed. Oh, we like, man, y'all don't just tell us what the hell is going on. Hot. Yeah. Hey, I know there had to be at least one Betty out there just freaking out. Was there? Actually, no. Oh, there was multiple. Where, oh, no, <laughs> you didn't. You missed it while you were on the floor. But there were multiple of them. Just like it was one woman who kept pacing around through the crowd. Like, what, what is going on? I need some answers. <laughs> she, she was top flight security herself. The way she was. Going on. <laughs> I was actually surprised, though, that more people didn't freak out, like, yelling or anything. I didn't see anyone yelling or, like, being rude to the uh, staff. Like, everybody just kind of, like, dealt with it. People were pissed and annoyed, but for the most part, it was like, it's some BS, but I got to deal with it. So I was really surprised by that. Yeah, considering there are, like, a thousand people inconvenienced, it is very surprising that there was no type of fight or scuffle that broke out. Like, people, for the most part, actually stayed pretty chill. Mm Mm-hmm. So everyone made their flight, at least from the crew. Well, eventually, everyone made a flight. Yeah, a <laughs> flight. One day, it definitely was. I made my flight. <laughs> I made my flight. <laughs> thank, thank you for the A-list guys at Southwest. I appreciate it. I wish I could have saw like Evan and uh, Karen and Dot Darno's face when the guy screamed out A-list. I was like, hello. <laughs> You ain't even say, hey, they with me. You ain't trying to bring them with oh, you or no, nothing. No, You're no, like, no, deuces. No. I, I was like, ooh, the ghetto over there. No. <laughs> Whoa, I, got to, I swear I ain't waiting no line. I just walked on the plane. I was like, oh, is my plane here? The guy was like, yeah, we're waiting on you. Thank you. Thank wow. you. Appreciate it. Hey, shit, bro. Nah, when I got, because Donald had been messing with me all day, like, oh, yeah, you know, I got a direct flight. 
I'll be home before you even leave. Well, <laughs> I, I know home. he's so salty because he took he woke up, took took Ron and Tori to their hotel, and then and went blessed. back, yeah, and then drove back, and he was like, oh, "All right, I guess this is the end." And then little did he know, mm. he had a twelve hours Got to be quicker than that. Got to, got to. Oh but yeah, man. but thankfully, like we said, we all eventually did make a flight. Everybody's home now. Everyone got to the destination safe and sound. So. Hopefully, whatever that man was going through, he's figures it out. And hopefully, we there's no more issues like that in the future because it was definitely like, I mean, I mean the airport. I actually got to give the credit to ABQ. They did a decent enough job. Once they and, finally got things back yeah. in order, they were nice enough to give everyone free food. They were like, "Yo, get whatever you want. It's on the airport." You know, we we sorry for the inconvenience. You know, that was crazy. They did what they could to make up for things. And once we started moving, people were moving like flights were going out quick. So I appreciate that. Once it once it got moving, they started doing this thing. <laughs> That's just such an odd place for that to occur. Like, why the airport? Right. Like that is not to make light of the situation. It is really sad, but that is such a selfish thing to do. Like, bro. Yes. We got no, places I the to same go. Way. Can you imagine Literally a thousand you, people? And we may ahead. never find out like what he was going through, but how bad does it have to be that it ha- that it, you do it at the airport the of all airport, places. bro. But, Man, yeah. I, I was just trying to think. When I read the story, I was like, I can't imagine what the the flight, the flight uh, I don't want to say attendant, but the person at the desk, when he was trying to get him a new flight, and my man just grabbed the mug and broke it. Like, at what oh, point? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done. Like, Wait, because wasn't he like at Dunkin' Donuts or something? And that's where he got the mug or something? I don't I mean, look, we all... The, the article says that it was there was a mug at the desk when he was like at the kiosk area that he just grabbed yeah. and broke. That's what I saw, too. I'm not... No, I can't make a joke out of this. I'm not. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> don't do it. Look, don't I'm, I'm going to bail you out. We're going to keep it. Wait, for a split second... Was it a black lady and she got pissed off? Like, what the fuck you grabbing my shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, okay. Let's, let's get out of this. All right. Mother. We we in Albuquerque, motherfucker. I just type a place where it would happen though. Oh. All right. <laughs> yeah, it really the most random places yeah. though. Albuquerque. Albuquerque. All right. Well. All right. So let's go ahead and get that, get the work. We got some people we need to call out tonight. Some discussions we need to have. So first up on the list tonight is a guy by the name. I gotta make sure I say his name because B Shock said, "Don't let this guy get out there without saying his name." Say this man. Name. So a guy by the name of Brand, whose profession is drug dealing. Put his full government name out there. Considering he does, bro. I feel like he's. I mean, he's out there. Farber critical sales. What do you do? That is, I've never heard of anyone out there who like just open it out here. Like, oh yes, I sell drugs. You want to interview me about it? Okay, let's talk about it. So this dude, Brandon Johnson. Go ahead. This dude, Brandon Johnson, is out here selling drugs for a living and he's willing to have an interview with tmz about it because this is apparently the same man who sold those drugs to denny lovato that caused her to have that overdose recently now what he told tmz was basically he said this is mm. all on her it's her own fault 
which I mean, coming from a drug dealer, what, what more do you really expect? Like these aren't exactly the most stand up citizens in the world most of the time. So I don't necessarily expect anything different from him. But what was just so crazy to me about it is that this dude, name and face, is out here giving interviews. And he's not in jail. <laughs> this wasn't from a jail cell. This wasn't from a courthouse. This is from TMZ Studios. And he, he, and he at home right now dealing with right. drugs. He out here. He out here trying to protect his brand, bro. He's like, look, <laughs> this ain't on me. All my other plans, need y'all to know. Look, right. Yo. Wow. Hey, this guy has... Wow. What is that? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, you know, in all, like, the big companies, like, they uh, they do something crazy on Twitter, they come out and apologize. It's his press run, bro. He's trying to protect that brand, bro. He'll be on the late night news. Look, I done dealt a lot of drugs in my day, okay? And this has you know? only happened to a few people, okay? And it ain't my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. Drugs, okay? It's There's... the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> This dude came out saying, right. so client drug dealer privileges have been uh, denounced, and I can go out and say everything. <laughs> and we'll talk crazy. about a hey, low key. I don't want to go this way, but no, I have to. But talk about I was white gonna privilege. say, guess that right. Bro. Guess that right. <laughs> Bro, like, if you don't see it in the year 2018 and now you still don't believe it, like, my man, like Ron's saying, his name is out there. His face, everything you need. Don't even need a lie detector. He just said, I did it. Those are my drugs. Like, and she well, knew. Yeah. Um, she like, called, <laughs> said she wanted to party. I knew that meant drugs. Uh, so <laughs> I brought over this. <laughs> 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 like, you want to see pictures? Because I got them. Like, die. Like you for real. Like next time someone says, "Like what? Well, what is this white privilege thing? It doesn't exist." I'm gonna just say his name and walk away. <laughs> like, just look it up. Look it yeah. up. This is crazy. This is worse than when the rappers tell on themselves in their songs. Like he's just straight up like, "Yo, yeah, I did it." Word. Right? Like at least the rappers can like deny it. Like, oh, that was just entertainment. Yeah, it's just a song. It just rhymed. But for him, it was like, no, I was there. <laughs> So it's just I can see like the interviewer trying to help him. Like, what? you mean like you would have been there, right? No, I got there around midnight. Uh, you mean allegedly, the, bro? The drug started around one. No, I, I brought them. Yeah, yeah, I supplied them all. <laughs> she wanted more, and I have more. But then she starts tweaking, so I don't know what happened. That was probably too far. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just want to go too far. Today. <laughs> I feel like we have a recorder. Kind of moved you in today, bro. Stop myself. About to go to round two. It should stop. Do you think this dude will have? Do you think this dude is gonna like go from rags to riches? I wouldn't say rags to riches because yeah. he's probably making bank. If he got Daniel Lovato as a client, he's probably making pretty good money. Yeah, like the rumor is, is that he's already pretty well off. And he does have like a very famous clientele. Um, he was arrested. Now, if you look online, he was arrested like a month ago because police found him with like all these guns and drugs and drug paraphernalia. Um, well, damn Johnson! Wow. <laughs> but he's out, <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> It doesn't seem like he's remorse. Actually, in the video, if you watch it, it looked like he owned something at that point. So it's like you would have to he be. He ain't learned nothing. 
Look, every drug dealer in jail right now is hot pissed. trying to like download that video. Like, dog, just this my shitty. <laughs> she just want, they just wanted a good time. <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's uh, hot because now he's not only putting out there like, yeah, I supplied the drugs, but like he also like insinuating like, yeah, she wanted me too. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Whenever we would be together, of course, yeah, we would have sex. You know, that would happen. Yeah, oh, I didn't even know about he that put part. It all out there. Whoa, I didn't know that part. So, he was like, yeah, you know, they were like, was there anything else happening with you guys? Well, yeah, you know, she wanted me too. And the bad part is like her people. That's the only thing they defended. <laughs> it's like she did not have a sexual relationship. That did not happen. Well, I it's mean, not like they can deny the like, drug oh, Yeah, she she overdosed. What are they gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> like, Actually, my client did not do those drugs. It's not her. I don't know what you guys Whoa. talking about. They could have tried that. <laughs> Catfish. I mean, nowadays my, we already had a we already had a situation where the birthday boy who shot up the place denied that he ever had a gun in his pocket or in his car or shoot up anyone. And look, he believed yeah, he got the best defense in the world. I don't believe that ever happened. I don't either. Like the most <laughs> <I think about it. laughs> I thought that was a good case, like a good defense. Like, are we are we sure that really actually happened? <laughs> That was his defense in court. Was it her birthday? <laughs> Matter of fact, I, it wasn't even my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Well, I just hope this Brandon dude does not become famous. Off of I hope he goes to jail. And I've never said that out loud before. But like, that is that's insane. Like, if a black person did that, are you serious? Locked yeah. up before he even left the building. Exactly. Like on air. The Man. sad part though, you could totally see him like, oh, he has a reality show now or something. He's gonna come up off of this somehow. And that's the saddest thing about this. Like, yeah, you know some cloud chasers. Like, like, oh, some cloud chasers going like, I wanna get my drug on the same dude that hooked up, didn't he? It's gonna be some bullshit like that. People gonna get rich. Wow. Sad. That's really well, sad. He has the day. The day Demi gets a documentary, he's True. already in yep. it. Because you know that's happening. I mean, that's, that's the other part. Like, she ain't no angel in this. And she gonna come up off of this, too. Because you know, like, there's an album in the works, and there's a round of interviews. There's definitely a book. Like, all that stuff is gonna happen, and she's gonna get richer, he's gonna get richer, and other people are gonna be in jail for the same stuff. Yeah. Mm. But honestly, bro, I listened to the album. Like the album after Scandal is always fire. That's true. That's very true. So I mean, I, I was. I've never heard of Demi song. Be, we'll see. But... I've never heard okay. an album you... from Demi before, but I'll start now. Stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rod. I'm sorry. I did it, but I ain't had sex with him. <laughs> That's track number five. Let's go hard. <laughs> Yeah, young thug. I did beat. not <laughs> have sexual relations with that man. <laughs> but I did do his drugs. <laughs> oh. All right, with that one, let's go <laughs> take it to the next table tonight. <laughs> so it is also a sexual related topic. I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to you to introduce this one, Conrad. What's going on in the streets? Uh, man, I, don't even, I didn't even think this would ever be a thing. Like when we had Runaway Sex Doll episode. 
and we're just making fun of all this sex doll, you know, uh, hype and all this come up. Um, and I think we actually were joking around and say like, man, watch them have like sex dolls at these brothels or like a sex shop where you can just go in there and do your thing. <laughs> well, Toronto. <laughs> yeah, right. They heard that episode. Like, That's a good ass idea. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto said, "You know what? Who's man? Bet we got you." So in Toronto, Toronto. Uh, there is a new brothel that's opening September 8th called Aurora Dolls. <laughs> yes. Wow. You want an address too? I'm opening right at here. 4632 <laughs> I don't even know how to spell this. Yonge? Y-O-N-G-E Street on September 8th. They're opening a second uh, sex doll brothel. And wait, this is second, like this is the second, like, this is the franchise, second? like this is the second installment. Well, this is like North America's life? first, North, <laughs> North America's first sex doll brothel. But there's another brothel. I don't know where it is actually, but I don't. It's obviously not in America, but there must be two in the world. Wow. So, and so that must mean the first Toronto one is good enough for them to say, "Okay, we got to do this again." Hot. Like, this is a good business model, y'all. Yo. <laughs> Wow. So they got a they got the whole thing down. Let me break let me so clients will be able to pay rates that start at eighty dollars for half an hour with one doll. Ooh, one. Yeah, one. What? Because I mean come on. To as much yeah. as four hundred and eighty dollars <laughs> for four hours sessions to act out their fantasies with dolls like Jasmine, the exotic faced yeah. angel, or Scarlet, <laughs> the absolute American dream. The absolute American, you know, in Canada, she never said absolute Canadian, <laughs> but, but that's not my problem. Oh, it goes on. It says it doubles at the amount for time with two dolls at once. And the monthly <laughs> package will also be available for those dedicated to sex with dummies. <laughs> they got a <laughs> monthly deal, a, a Netflix subscription for that shit. <laughs> And yeah, I know, like, some people gonna come out like, well, it's rude to call them dummies, okay? Let's be political for Oh, man. So it's happening, y'all. Welcome to the future. Bro, the world is ending. I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking at anybody who goes to Toronto <laughs> anytime soon. I'm looking at you real sideways. Like, where are you going? Real. Where are you gonna be stopping while you're there? Just looking at flights on Southwest, but they got some good restaurants there, okay? So don't mm-hmm. look at me like that, all right? <laughs> okay. And now, like, all of a sudden, all Drake's lyrics make sense. And I want to go back to that. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> think, think about it. Like, wow. Okay. And my other thing is, yo, don't we deserve a sponsor? We do. This is all right, dude. I'm saying. But do we want it? Okay, well, I do. I mean, <laughs> Are we getting paid? You know, you're right. You're right. You're, you're <laughs> so right. <laughs> Are we getting paid? Hey, you do what I, you want to do. I got a question for y'all. Ready. Is this is this cheating? Uh-huh. Like, if a man's in a relationship and he pops up at this <laughs> shop, should his woman be mad and say he, he cheated on her? Hey, my man heard he has an excuse. Baby, these are just dummies, dog. Like, they don't, they don't got no mean feelings. nothing. <laughs> they don't mean anything. Like, literally, Yo. they don't. <laughs> 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 I still love you, babe. I don't think it... <laughs> oh my god! 
I don't think it's cheating, bro, but I think it's definitely a reason why you should break up with somebody. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you can like, it's just as bad. Like, yo, bro, like, I'm here. You went to go see Jasmine, the plastic person? Come like, on. come on, bro. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta go. Is it, is it, is it bad because it's actual something that looks like a human? Or is it bad? I guess, why is it bad if you're gonna, like, why is it a reason to break up with someone? I just, honestly, bro, I'm judging. Like, I just... Is it any different? Is it any different than your partner being in the same room and beating your dick in the other room? Okay, wow. Yes, it's different. Wait a minute. (laughs) 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 I'm just just asking because, like, what... If it's <laughs> wow, you said that y'all you smell at home. You're gonna go, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you stumped me with that. What? Like, what? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't even. Know I, how to, I, mean, I don't even know how to answer that, bro. I don't think bro. so. I don't know. I mean, look, maybe I'm just insensitive to you know people who have this sexual attraction to these dolls, but. But it just feels a little bit wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my question was going to be like, if you did break up with them, do you have to make up another excuse? Like, why it happened? Because <laughs> I don't I know you how do. I want people to know. <laughs> Girl, he was fucking this doll over there. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Definitely not. You can't publicize that. Oh, no. <laughs> got that far. How to get that? I'm, looking at I'm at home wondering why he's staying out so late. Right. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> <laughs> he was with who? <laughs> wow. He was with him. He was with Scarlet. Oh, who's Scarlet? Some dumb dummy, like just chilling in this. like really, she had dumb. Actually, hey, this is this is actually the second one in Toronto. So they're both in Toronto. Also, oh, Tor- yeah, Toronto got two. Maybe wow. they even know something Kinkies, we don't know. Kinky's dolls. Kinky's dolls. You lying? It ain't Kinky's Open dolls. Open last year. Is it for real, bro? Kinky. Oh, no, Kinky. Oh, okay. Kinky, oh, okay. <laughs> Kinky, do you love me for real? Oh. Like, you know, nah. like six. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. That would explain yeah. those plastic girls he'd be messing with. Oh, you know what? Wow. You got a point. <laughs> like, we're going there tonight. We're going to we, we might as well. We're here. I just can't even, like, what do you think you walk, okay, walk into this brothel, right? What do you think, like, the first thing they're going to, like, do you, is there a menu? Hey, here's your, here's your menu. What would you like? Or is there, like, you look up at a screen? Or is it private where you, like, go in your own booth, touch the, touch the little computer, select your doll? Oh, you know, you know how, like, in the pay. movies, all the women come out and, like, in line That's up, what like, I was thinking. They just have them all yeah. posted, posted up against the wall. They just all just hang there. Somebody there, like, adjusting their head so they look at you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Somebody> <laughs> they all in a rack. <laughs> One of the girls' football off. They're like, oh, no, we got that. We got some glue. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I'm so sorry, Mr. Know, Johnson. We'll fix that for you. I know where I want my bachelor party, Okay. So we in there. Yeah, come in. The picture of the ad though. This why I feel like it's really. (laughs) This place ain't really safe. Because the picture in the article is a light 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 post with the flyer stapled into it in color, like 
you would find at your local ghetto gas station or Mr. C's or 7-Eleven on the corner <laughs> of the street, the gas station in the background. I miss them. So I don't think this is le- <laughs> that. I guess it's legit because it's two, but if I walk down the street and I'm at the stoplight waiting for my walk sign to come on and I go to look up and it says Aurora Dolls Brothel Grand Opening <laughs> 25% off, book online, <laughs> by appointment only, spots are limited. <laughs> I'll be like, wait, what? Okay, but Conrad, you say that, and then they like, this is our second opener. Like, right. <laughs> Somebody was interested. <laughs> Somebody loves that light pole. Like, bro, <laughs> I will be there, okay? All, right. no, all I gotta say world. is pay up. Pay us. Pay up. <laughs> One last thing, though, like, who are the people out there that are hiring to clean up the house? Probably the same people that I shout out now. Okay. But when you think about it, though, wouldn't it be cleaner than, like, a normal brothel? I think it would, low-key, because maybe you could just, like, just toss out that whole... Yeah. In between shifts. Interchange. Like inter- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just a stop. Wait, Ron. It's Toronto. So Reload. Recycle. Okay. They recycle it. They don't throw it out. You okay? know what? You're right. They are eco-conscious. Yeah. Bro, how crazy would it be if they had, like, levels of the interchangeable? Like, you want tight, newborn? Like, the, the new, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. You want squirter? You <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Why have you guys taken me down this rabbit hole? Nick, this is your first episode too. (laughs) Like literally, when I was just speaking, I was like, "How is this coming out of my mouth right now?" But (laughs) oh man! All I'm saying is, if they open up a third one, I might look at investing. Obviously, something's working. Look, okay, they could go public in a while. Money is money. (laughs) This could be out here, right? All I know is need to give a shout out at whatever they have a Twitter. Whatever page they do, let them know. You owe us. We owe us. If you have you have any promotions, we will advertise for you. In two right. weeks, we go. We like, hey, sponsors. hey, we got a brand new dummy here. <laughs> hey, are you tired of fucking real women? <laughs> want to try something new? <laughs> nah, bro. There's gotta you be want a, a kiki? Type there, bro. Like, are you sick of getting turned down from every girl you talk to? I got just the place. Do you watch those commercials and honestly call those girls? We've got the place for you. (laughs) With brand new parts. (laughs) We're discreet and we can handle whatever you're working with. (laughs) And somebody watching, like, well, I'll be damned. I've been waiting on this. (laughs) All my life I've been waiting on this. Thank you, Lord. My prayers have been answered. Call us now. Well, you gotta admit, I, I bet you it's like these 55 year old plus old men going in there. Probably. Or, okay, I ain't gonna lie. So I work in retail what? every day. Oh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cover I was really, I was really <laughs> trying to go. Where are you going? We're not, <laughs> going, going, there. We're not going Actually, <laughs> when I was there last <laughs> week. <laughs> you guys ever go like into uh, gas stations or mostly gas stations or liquor stores? And you see, like, at the counter, they have all these pills and, and <laughs> potions, if you will, that say, oh, last for hours and get it up <laughs> or whatever it say. Like, yep, yep, man. Stuff. Yeah. The horny go yeah. So I'm at one of my stores uh, at work, and I'm just talking to the guy because they just got, like, this huge shipment in. And I, I hear how much they paid for it. And I'm like, you guys really sell that stuff? 
I just really thought it just sat there. I didn't think they really sold it. They were like, not only do we sell it, he was like, do you know who we sell it to? I was like, I don't know Whoa. if I want to. <laughs> he was like, high school kids. Of course. Yeah. Little like horny ass boys. Yeah. College kids who don't know no better or think that they probably don't know how to do a lot of stuff. Um, and they like, well, they, this says on the package it's going to help me. <laughs> so let me let me go ahead and try it. I feel like this could be an audience for them too. So if you guys need marketing help, just let me know. <laughs> let me know. Let me know. <laughs> I'm obviously questioning what I've gotten myself into. Well, you here now? Yeah, we here now. <laughs> we recorded <Welcome>. this. <laughs> hey, don't be like Evan and hang up on us, okay? All right. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> uh, all right. So let's go ahead and get into the next topic for tonight. So we have one of the, the most special tours going on right now, featuring Mr. and Mrs. Sean Carter Knowles. And a lot of people are excited about it. I know um, me and B, we're going to check it out soon next month. Uh, Kyra and Nick, y'all got a chance to check it out? Not yet. Are y'all going to it? Uh, haven't checked it out and probably won't check it out, but. Wow. That's fine. Yeah. You're going to miss out. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Kyra. I, I ain't going either, bro. But hey. Wow. Y'all enjoy, enjoy for us. Yeah, tell us about it. Look, all right. Y'all gonna Snapchat. miss out. There's a couple people out there who were damn sure not gonna miss out on this. Like, there was <laughs> damn chance. <laughs> not on my watch. So let's let's start with the first dude who decided that he was gonna get there by any means necessary. B, tell us about what's, what's going on with that. All right. So a few weeks ago, um, it was announced that this uh, young man was so happy to go see uh, the On the Run two tour that he said, "You know what?" I'm so happy to go see it, but I don't have no way to see it, and I don't have no tickets. So I gotta, I'm got i going to fix one before the other. So he said, I work at an airport. I'm going to just go steal an airplane. So this young man, <laughs> and before I tell you guys his name, because I want you to guess the race. Um, we going there, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he got I hate... Are we up. guessing the race? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. All right. He got up. He went out and literally just casually walked up to a plane. He said he opened the door. He jumped the, um, I think it's called the cockpit, right? Yep. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. He jumped in, closed the door, and he was like, oh, it'll be just like a video game. He thought flying a plane (laughs) was just like the video game he played. Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) Thankfully, they stopped him before he was able to take the plane. Um, but he was doing all of this just to get to the concert in Arkansas, and I think he was trying to get to the concert over in New York. Uh, how crazy is that? <laughs> like, that is insane. Be- like, you really don't think that plan through? Uh, he was like, he was like, I just thought I would get in there, punch a few buttons, it would go up, and then it would come down, and I would be fine. Like that was literally like, his idea. Like, this is my game plan. It can't be any different than my PS4. <laughs> what he was like, man, people steal from their job every day, but there's certain things you could be supposed to steal, like office supplies, <laughs> or, you know, pens and stuff like that. He <laughs> don't take the whole damn plane. He's, <laughs> he was like, look, I stole a, a whole thing of paper last week. 
They didn't notice that. <laughs> they did not notice that. So let me just see if they'll notice this for a few hours. I'll be back. I'll be back tonight. Right. <laughs> but I, okay, so now we're gonna play the game. I want to know who do you, who do you think this guy belongs to? I think Is he's a brother. White? Is it black? I think, I black think I think he's black. Yeah. I think he's black because. I hate to say it, but yeah, black. If he's black. a Beyonce Jay Z fan and he's a, he's a stan, he, they'll do anything. What are you trying to say, Conrad? They'll do anything. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> to wow. get to that concert, wow. right? You're gonna feel what I feel sometimes. Okay, soon. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> so right, so the true answer is I have no idea, but I will tell you his name. It's a Marquis. Devon Scott. Black, you don't know. You don't know. I want to assume. Black dude. I don't want to assume, right? Well, I was I'm about to look at. I'm about follow. to spell Zamarcus and tell me that's not a black dude. Nah, <laughs> well, well, well. It look was cool. the fact that they had it. Zamarcus. Look, man. We're right. He has a black. Play, or play football. He's definitely black. He was right. not. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> Charlamagne gave him donkey of the day, so and he put a picture of him up. Yes, oh. and it was hilarious. <laughs> Wait, so you knew? That's well, I didn't. I never saw the picture, but oh. I saw the name today, and I was <laughs> okay. like, "Wow, <laughs> this doesn't sound like something we would do." But hey, this it looks like a little boy, bro. Hey, little man. Well, look, this dude looks 18. like he, he, looks, <laughs> he thought. Conrad, I see right. thought it was like his video game. So yeah. See, that's these two thousand babies. Nineties, nineties baby wouldn't have did that. No, nah, that's crazy. What would a, what would a nineties baby done? Bro, you steal a car. Well, yeah, you steal your mom's car. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what we I'm do. Saying, I'm saying, yeah, hopping bro. the fence at the uh, concert. Well, you got to get there. Shit, well, you got to get yeah. And you're clearly that's that part two of the plan. No. Yeah, clearly he ain't had no ride. Shit. You steal your mom's crap after she falls asleep, and you hope that she ain't gonna go to the bathroom throughout the night. <laughs> you hope you back before she does. So that's the whole plan. Ma, I ain't never did that to you. I just want you to know that, okay? So don't come at me. And if you do, I'm 31 now, so I guess it don't really matter. But she's still kicking my ass, so I do. I I'm about yeah. to say she pull up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. What was his name? Zim- so I got Marcus. Marcus Devon Scott. But I got a question, though. If you're the artist that they're trying to get to, how do you feel about this? I can't take it to the show. I would, too. <laughs> you still got to find your own way to get here. But if, if you do get here, I got it. Well... Well, he I ain't coming to a show for a while, right? He, yeah. <laughs> I think twenty five thousand dollars for like stealing property and twenty additional thousand dollars for, I think trespassing, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't think some free tickets gonna go far. Man, three to, unless he's trying so to. He's been working for that airline his, his whole life. Three to ten years in prison. Okay, for a Beyonce concert. And I bet Beyonce you it's some. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna just. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, look, bro. When, whoever is at the concert, he played himself. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just say this, and I ain't gonna say no more. I bet you some Beyonce fans listening, like, well, hell, 
that sounds like a good plan. All right. <laughs> That's how they would do. That's how they would Probably. do. <clears throat> Damn it. Man. Albuquerque Airport is going to have more problems than they thought now, huh? They are, really. <laughs> Man, I'd be mad if that dude was just trying to get to the on the run too. Yeah, they Man, I hope not. You know that. You know he got oh, cussed out so by his mom. Oh, bro. Like, oh man. <laughs> I told you you weren't going to that concert. I told you that. <laughs> so you're still a plane. So you're still a plane. Wow. Wow. Here we are. What's the other <laughs> idiot, uh, Ron? So our our next fool who's man for tonight, I mean he actually to give him to his credit, he found a way to get to the concert and get in the door before he side back the fool. So at least he actually got a chance to enjoy the show. The whole but when show it was all too. said and done. Yeah, the whole Yeah, show. he watched the whole thing. And when it was all said and done, he decided to get his happy ass past security and hop on that stage and try to follow J and B. Like if you haven't seen the video, check this out. So it was in Atlanta just this past weekend. And as soon as J and B leave the stage, like they're even done, like the music ain't even stopped playing yet. This dude somehow pops up on stage and tries to go right through the door behind him. And to everyone out there, credit, like security, the dancers, all them, they curb stuff the shit out of him so he could even make it through that door. <laughs> the dancers looked like they was waiting to do this. <laughs> this dude's like, I've been waiting to kick one of y'all ass. <laughs> they was hype about it. Like, wait, what? You? How did he get up on that stage? Like, that is easy. what I was just thinking about. I, he had to catch security slipping. Like they were looking to make sure that they got through or something, and he just like did a straight down. But he didn't even way. like it didn't even look like he rushed it. He like casually walked up the stairs. Yeah, walked through. Like he got he had to have gone like at least maybe like touching distance to Jay and Beyonce before he got smacked. Because even you know, the dancers look like is this part of the show or what? <laughs> <laughs> they say if you walk like you know what you're doing, like you're supposed to be here, anybody gonna question it. He almost got away with it. They really did question it because they were confused for a hot second. Like Jay, uh, Jay and Beyonce, I didn't want to tell us y'all had a special guest coming on stage while y'all leaving. Like, right, right. <laughs> Should I keep dancing? What's the next step? Oh, okay. But once they realized what the jig was, it was a wrap. Dog. It might still be beating them. To- <laughs> to this <moment. laughs> that, this um, was crazy. He got bli- he got whooped. I felt more bad because people were like going in on Atlanta, <laughs> not this guy. They were like, "How ghetto is your city? Oh, yeah, so crazy! You would do this to Beyonce." I'm sorry, Ron, but that's all they were saying. Like, oh yeah, I don't know how to protect her and all this stuff. Calling for people to get fired, and it's like. Nah, the dude was crazy. Like he shouldn't have been doing what he was doing. Hey, you should go after him. Homeboy was on Henny. Oh no, he was on Red Bull and vodka. Oh yeah, that's exactly what he was on. That's exactly (laughs) what he was on. And he only thing that can do only only thing only person he's the outlier in the research. Drink Red Bull and vodka and get your ass whooped. (laughs) 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 Like the opposite (laughs) happened. What do you think it would take for you to like do something like this? Hopefully, none of you would ever steal a plane. I think I know my friends, but <laughs> to bum rush the stage, or you know, how people like at sports games they run down on the field or stuff like that. Like, what do you think it would take? Jesus, or who would it take? Hey, look. 
Every time. <laughs> Straight up. I'll tell you what. If they make a Watch the Throne 2 and they go on tour, I would probably steal someone's car. Uh, I, I, I would go that far. You just going to say that and publicize this? Hey, look, Brandon Johnson like, did it. You were <laughs> Brandon Johnson publicized himself. He's good. All right, we good. I'm, I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. Right? <laughs> There's a big difference between you two. <laughs> sure you'll find out. <laughs> I feel like for me, it would have to be like, if it's like a dare or something, I'll have to know that if I get caught, y'all bailing me out. That's the only way I'll do it. Y'all paying for my fines. That's the only way I'll, I'll You do taking it. that kind of beating off a dare, though, bro? Oh, and my medical bills. <laughs> I'm right at the hospital like okay so we got paying up what we doing? <laughs> where my money at hey my bill my bill's the end of my feet right there uh, just sign right there we're good <laughs> my hand's still handcuffed but y'all still pay me alright y'all got this <laughs> like, <laughs> but for real me. though since he's a stand that's probably the best beating of his entire life he's probably in a coma smiling somewhere right now you like, know the worst part? He did get online after, like, I, I, I forget. I never saw his name, but I heard uh, that he got online and was bragging about the fact that see that the people don't hit hard enough, and and he got closer to their faith than anybody else could. Like he was bragging about getting beat up. So see, hey, he happy about it. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> he told he, you. maybe he got a point. He's he was able to text after. Maybe he has a point. Because if you're getting carb stomped and Are you texting later or tweeting or whatever. Hey, what, if them, what if them dancing were, were in step the whole time and one and two and stop? And one and two and stop and move your head like this. Who do you think should be fired over this or should anyone be fired? Security. security. What? Security got to go. Hey, I bet you that one security guard that was supposed to be at guard at that hole was just enjoying the whole concert. Forgot what he was there for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Homeboy walked by. Honestly, I would have walked walked out as I saw it happen. Like, well, I don't have no job no more. Let's go, ahead, go home, beat the yeah. traffic. I'm good. <laughs> My last day here. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, it is what it is. You think Tori would do that? Look, I'm gonna say yeah. no. Yeah, no, sorry, our resident B stand. Like, you don't sound that short, though, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm like, uh, for my own safety, I'm going to say no. That would not happen, all right? Yeah, I would not do that. Sure at all. Brown, we at the concert in a few weeks, so you look to your left and look back to your right, like, where the fuck she go? <laughs> no! <laughs> <Tori>! <laughs> don't do it! Tori, hey, you know Tori been practicing. You know Tori's been practicing her choreography. She about slide in like she's part of the dances. Right. She's probably the only one who gets on stage and get away with it because she just matches all the all the dancing. I Tori would fight back though. Like, what? 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 <laughs> she might got a shot. Tori heavy handed. <laughs> Look, she's not gonna put herself in that situation. I, I believe that that would not happen. I promise you. Go I bet not see y'all in the news. Hey, stay away. <laughs> stay away from the vodka and Red Bull. For real. <laughs> oh yeah, we not have none of that. Hey, 
hey, if, if it happened, I'm gonna be up in my seat, like, hey, immediate recording, okay? <laughs> bro, <laughs> yeah. Let me record right now. That's world star all day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Ryan, what else you got I'm for us? All right, man. Well, we got one one big thing we're gonna get into tonight. We gotta do our album of the month review. But before we get into that, it's a little quick plug. You know, shout out to everyone who's been out there subscribing, listening to us. We are now available on more platforms than ever. Like we recently got put on even Spotify. So however you listen to hey. your, your podcast, hey. look for us. I bet you we on there. And if we not, add us because we'll find a way to get on there. Hey, Check let me us out. Let Go me ahead. tell. Let me tell them the, all the spots. Tell them. So we are on Spotify. Hey. iTunes, hey. Radio Public, what? Stitcher, uh-huh. Google Play, SoundCloud, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Overcast. You're going to be going to that sex doll <laughs> talking to them like that, bro. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Breaker and um, Radio Cast. That's like wow. and Anchor. That's and, and Anchor and Anchor and Anchor. Y'all, well, for real though, I'm proud of y'all, man. Y'all been real consistent with this, and I've been listening, man. For real, you guys be doing your thing. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So yeah, hey, find us on those on those uh, platforms. If you uh, think about stealing a plane. A car, maybe you just want to go all out and take a train, <laughs> like like Jay Z's in Brooklyn, and you are in uh, Manhattan or something, and you, you get there and you just you know what, I'm taking the train. Please dial in, dial in for us so we can be right there with you the whole way um, until you get arrested. To get arrested, <laughs> and then then <laughs> we we don't we know will, you. Uh, <laughs> We will think about you on the next episode. And we'll give you a oh, shout out, sure. sure. But uh, if you want to dial in or send us an email, whosemanspodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter, you can uh, you can do Twitter live, right? Can you do Twitter live? I believe you can. I'm pretty sure you can. I believe you can. Like a Periscope or something well, like that. Periscope us in at whosemanspodcast on Twitter or Instagram live, whatever it is, Snapchat live. We don't have a Snapchat yet, but we're getting there. But uh, yeah, Facebook, all everything the same. Who's my podcast, man? Thanks for all the follows. Instagram is popping like crazy. Um, yeah, we're growing. Ron, we out <coughs> here. We out here. All right, so let's go ahead and get down to this month's album of the month review. So hey. this one we chose a special one. It was one that a lot of our friends suggested that we check it out, and it was one that we know our, our guests enjoyed. So. This one is Childish Gambino's Because of the Internet, hey. which I believe was his third studio album. Correct me I think if I'm it's the second. second. Really? Second. Yeah. Okay, no, yeah, you are. You know what? I'm thinking of the other one. That was a mixtape. So, yeah, this is the second studio album. So, I'm going to go ahead and pass it to our man's Nick to go ahead and give you an introduction for it. Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, man. So, um, first of all, I think it's fair that I should let everybody know that I am a Childish Gambino or Donald Glover like Stan. Like the way that Brian rides from Michael Jackson, I'm like two. And Janet. Okay. But I'm like and two levels under that. <laughs> <laughs> Usually they all come in a trifecta. When you say who's a stand, you got to say it all before you finish. 
But like, so I saw Charles Gambino perform when I was in college, and he did the craziest thing I'd ever seen anybody do at the time, where he opened for himself. Like he did thirty minutes of stand up, and then there's like a video, and then he did a full live concert with a band. And like, as an artist, I was flabbergasted. I was like, you can do that? Like, it was insane. Um, so fast forward, because the internet comes out, like I was already a big, big fan of his. I'd seen him perform a bunch of times. And to be honest, at the time, it wasn't really popular to be a Childish Gambino fan. Like he, his album before, because the internet was camp and it got Fire. like, a, I think so. <laughs> but the internet did not agree. <laughs> like uh, I think Pitchfork gave it like a one point six, which right, yep, right. I remember that. Right. Yeah. So you know, I latched on to like his personality. Like I was never like I'm not from like a, the, a ghetto area. Like I was always like the black nerd. And so like when I finally found someone I can identify with, I was like, oh yeah, I'm riding out with him. Like it is what it is, and he's like crazy talented, and so. Because I was ready for the album, like super excited, and he had released like these like really weird videos like that went before the album. I think it was called like Clapping for the Wrong Reasons. Mm. And yep, I, I, I don't that. even remember. Like I remember, I, I rewatched it, and I'm still confused. Like to be honest, sometimes he does stuff that I don't really understand. But I think I like that because he's like exhibiting a level of creativity that I don't think most people have. Like, this is a concept album that was accompanied by two like experimental videos and a 75 page script that went along with the music. And there are sound effects that actually echo things from the script. And I was just like, I, I can't think of anybody that's exhibited that level of artistry. And so my opinion of this album is that, you know, this is to me when like Childish Gambino started to become like comfortable with himself. Like before that, he was a little bit gimmicky. Like he was definitely like a punchline rapper, you know, definitely like going for some shock and awe. But this is when he became more of a musician to me because this album has like hip hop, rock, jazz, R&B, like house tones. It's all over like the the genres right and the the mixing itself of the album is pretty crazy like <clears throat> the amount of time it, it would take to do all of the effects in this album it, it would it's, it had to have taken you know weeks and so like like the album itself is like really him commenting on you know the internet age and him becoming to to existence because of the internet which is where the title came from like, I don't know if you guys know this, but he actually got the title from the artist Beck. You guys know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah. like... Hey, for you, for you for you, Beyonce fans who don't know, that's the guy who beat the <laughs> self-titled. Mm. Mm. So, and he beat Kanye that year, but we ain't gonna get to Kanye, that. Mm. You know, that's when Kanye ran on the stage, hey, 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 hey. but didn't quite we get We had to talk about Childish Gambino. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> People might forget, you know? <laughs> yeah, man, so... <laughs> You know, I really connected with this album because it came at a time where I was kind of like, I would say like lost in a way. Like I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do. Um, and I just kind of was starting to become comfortable with who I am. And so like he was always my, SP being Travis Gambino, was, he was always my inspiration to just, you know what, man, whatever I like to do, whatever I'm interested in, I'm just going to do it. 
And I felt like this was his album, like him just putting it all out there. Like if you even look at the cover, like it's just him in a Hawaiian shirt and he's super stoked. Like it is just the ultimate embodiment of just like, here I am, deal with it. And then the music itself is fire. Like my favorite songs are like Crawl, World Star, The Worst Guys, uh, Telegraph. I like 2005. It's the single. I'm not always a big fan of the single. I'm, I'm more of an album cut kind of person. Um, I liked Flight of the Navigator and Life the Biggest Troll, which I believe is the outro. Um, and so overall, man, I got to give the album like five flame emojis. Like, cause it just, it just, bing, 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 bing. It just totally connected wah, 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 with me. Wah. Yeah, man. And so, I mean, I want to hear what you guys think about it, but I mean, obviously I am into it. And when I was listening to it, like the last couple of days, like I, I had forgotten how fire it was because he does so many other things. Like I was listening to his like parliament album mostly recently. And then I went back to this, like, oh yeah, he is a fire rapper. And so overall, man, it, I thought it was a pretty special project. Wow, Definitely a great good. discussion to it. Yeah. Thank you for that back. That was awesome. All right, so let's go ahead and break it down to our opinions of it. So how many flame emojis do you guys want to give it? Conrad, what's your rating? Um, <clears throat> so I, I'm going to give it a 4.8 out of 5. Only be- We can do points. <laughs> <laughs> right. We've been here. We've been here. We've been here before. <laughs> How do you send a point eight of an emoji? I only give it two little flat, you know, when the whole flame is on. Maybe like two little flames. Anyways, <laughs> only reason I gave it that is because I really do like this album. But for me, the second half of the album was kind of slow. Like, started losing interest in it. It picked up a little bit after uh, uh, Pink Toes, and of course, like Nick, uh, I like the. Life, life, the biggest troll is one of my favorite, but like around after no exit, I started to lose interest in it for some reason. I just it wasn't clicking for me, but that's the only reason. But it's still a good, it's still a great album. Um, so that's what I gave it. Yeah, you know what I like about his music though, like a lot of the time he makes references and stuff. I have to Google. Yep, I did that a lot. <clears throat> oh like, yeah, like uh, the life, the biggest troll is like Andrew and Armenheimer. I was like, I don't. I don't know what that is. It took me like six times to spell it right to get like the Google suggestion for the right thing. <laughs> you look at Andrew Armand Yeah, it's so like, right? <laughs> Baker soda. <laughs> so Nick, like th- throw it out there. Who is that? Oh, he uh, he I is a, a really famous hacker who yep. uh, is like associated uh, with like the alt-right. So fuck him. But okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but in general, the song is fire. talk about this now. Total yeah, he was like known for trolling, wasn't uh, he? Yeah. If anything, yeah, he just mm-hmm. one of the first yeah. trolls. All right, so I'll go. I go be. Um, okay, so I'm very <laughs> excited to talk about this album, and I'm so excited to to talk about it with you, Nick, because obviously you picked it, but um, also you have like a personal connection with it, um, and I've obviously felt that way on on our album reviews before. Now, look, my rating for the album. I gave it a, since, since we could do points, <laughs> I was trying to stick away from that. I gave it a three point, I give it a 3.5 out of five. And I'll tell Ooh. you why. Um, I really enjoyed the album though, but I only really enjoyed it because of the person, not the music. 
Hmm. Like, I enjoyed the fact that whoever he is, because I want to talk about that. Like, who is Childish? Who is Donald? Who is this person we're probably going to meet in the future? Like, who are these people? And then what's the real person? I enjoyed that. I enjoy the fact that he feels that he can be himself. Um, and it was interesting hearing you talk about, like, he... I mean, I think we all kind of know that based on his history that he hasn't always felt that way. But definitely lately, he understands the power of being different. And I think that's so cool. And it's something like I aspire to be. Um, but when it comes down like to the album, I don't feel like I would ever listen to this thing again. Like the full thing. <laughs> this thing? <laughs> this thing. This thing. Whoa. Oh, okay. Wait. Pew, pew, oh, no, pew, no, 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 no. That's that, that's that pitchfork stuff, man. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I don't feel like I would ever listen to this album again. It just felt too long. Some of the songs felt too redundant. And then some of the, 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 like, I would say, like, choices that he made, I didn't like. Um, while listening to it and it, I found myself at the end like thankfully there's some songs at the end that I really enjoyed but I found myself like saying damn this ain't over yet because it's very long um, but I would also want to hear from you guys because I chose at first I was going to like google some stuff and try to figure out things but then I was like well I don't really want that to go I, I would rather like hear from you because you chose the album, and I would rather Google, like, after. Like, what is the theme of this album, or what is the reason, or what is he trying to say? Um, I have my idea. I want to hear, like, how far away I am. And uh, But I overall, like, I'm such a huge fan of him that it was cool to be a part of this. It was cool to, like, listen to this and, like, I thought it was also cool that this came out in 2013, so five years ago, and that I'm listening to this when he's a full-ass superstar now. Like, there's nobody out there who can't say Donald Glover or whoever you want to call him is not a superstar in this day and age. But in 2013, there's nobody who would say Donald Glover is a superstar. I would have said it. Yeah, his fans, maybe. (laughs) But there's nobody who would have said, outside of you guys, who would have said, Donald Glover is a superstar or would be a superstar. And I would love to talk about that. <laughs> That's so crazy actually thinking about that. Like you saying it that way. Okay, we definitely have to talk about yeah, that. Yeah. I'm going to drop and, my rating real quick Let me just first. say this, Ron. I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way. I'm saying that this was my first time ever hearing this project. That's where I'm coming from. And I've heard mm, it I got you, with bro. the Donald today, not the Donald of then. Mm. Before you get into your thing, that. Ron, can I just like say one quick thing? I feel like at right. that time it was popular to hate Donald Glover than the act than people who actually hate him. You I will agree mean? with that. Yep. Like I, I feel oh, like Nick. most of the people that hated him didn't know anything about him. It was just cool to be like, fuck Donald Glover or whatever. And like, you know, like that it started with the the pitchfork thing. Like literally the moment pitchfork dropped that review, like literally Twitter was like, Yeah, okay, pitchfork hates it. All right, cool. Forget <laughs> I it. feel like isn't that also the time where he was also getting like shunned about being a stand-up like people were trying to say it's really not that funny and i feel like at that point it was everyone was hate donald yeah it was was, but which is crazy but i feel like that's out of jealousy though because he is beyond talented like there's no denying like i i I, and i'm not gonna say he's on the same quite the same level but he's like our generation's jamie fox like he oh no i can see that 
that's both underselling and overselling. Wait, but, what? Nick, oh. I think it's very interesting. Hold on, bro. Wait, what you mean by that? Underselling. <laughs> I mean, because some people don't really find Jamie Foxx so talented. Wow. And then Ooh. there's a group of people who do. A lot of people don't think Jamie... Okay, but that's going... No, 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 no. That's going down to... When we can get there. But Nick, I find it so interesting you say that because I feel like he's going through some of that stuff today where people love to hate him right now today. They love to hate the show. They love to hate that he has million-dollar movies coming out. Like, I, I'm... Oh, I can't wait to talk about it. But yeah, Ron, Ron sorry, like, Ron. I'm sorry. I just had to address that. That's <laughs> <laughs> all good. So, yeah. So my rating for the album is I'm pretty similar to B-Shock here. I'm going to go ahead and give it a four. But I do have to admit that there are certain aspects of the album that I like because it's Donald. Like, I think starting around 3,005 on the track list all the way down to like about Earn and Pink Toes. I don't really love those songs, but I just love what he did with them. Like, I just love the creativity behind them. So outside of listening to them again for this review, I don't think I've heard those songs since the album dropped. But... One of the things I do have to say is that revisiting this album, like with new, with like a new set of ears and having a stronger appreciation for more types of music than I did back then, I definitely have a much stronger appreciation for the, the different aspects that he brought into this. Like Nick mentioned earlier, there's so many different genres in here. And really, by the second half of the album, it almost stops being a rap album. Probably. It's not. Like, it's a good four or five that songs. Song. That, it's I think really it's earned. It's not even rap earned anymore. It's like a Maxwell song. Right. Like, it's insane the, the amount of range in one album. So I love that that you could start off with the bangers, with the true hip hop, with you know the clever lines and on the dope beats, but then also just get into that abstractness and not be afraid to not be forced feel like you have to put them to separate projects, but to give everyone that as one cohesive project, and then to come back into the rap too, like again on the same project, not even split them off as like a you know here's the rap and then here's the R and B or here's whatever. That's what I really appreciated about this album. All right, so let's go ahead again to some, some more of the de- the details in it because it's not like we got a lot we're gonna have to get into. So let's start off with the theme of the whole thing. B-Shock, you mentioned that you had some questions about, you know, what the actual theme was. And you had your own thoughts. So let's start there. What do you think it was about? Okay. So I, I'm either way, way off or I'm right on target. I feel like this is a love album. But Ooh. this is a love album with him, like, in a relationship with the Internet. And it's like every step that you go through or you could go through with being in a relationship with the internet like you start off like hey i'm getting to know you i don't know much about what's out here or all the different websites or all the different social media i can use and then you get to a place where it's like you can show off a little bit because you do know more and you're able to get on a little bit and then you kind of fall in love with it and you can't live without it and now you are in a full-fledged relationship with it and then it gets bad and then you finally realize, like, I don't need this shit. I am who I am. And I can do whatever I can manipulate it to whatever you guys want me or whatever you guys think you need at that time. And you don't know, but I got it. That's kind of what I got from listening to the album. How far off am I? I actually think that was pretty freaking good, man. Honestly. Yeah, I don't think that was no. Yeah. Because you got the mix of that in there a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I think for me, the biggest part where I see it is in his single, uh, 3005. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, I don't like, I can also see the whole theme about the, well, I guess the one thing I didn't really catch so much 
maybe I was like not paying attention as much, but like the whole album is called Because of the Internet and this is why he's here. But I didn't really get that through the songs. Like, am I missing something? Is he saying because like the whole everything that's happening is because of the Internet and he's hit putting out this album and now this is his album that's going to put him even further. Is that this hidden message? I think that is the message. Like, so not to dive too deep, but I'm assuming you guys didn't read the script like I did. So the script follows like a character called the boy and he like is kind of an outsider, kind of similar to Donald. And he's like living in this like super, (laughs) I swear it's really weird the way it went down, but whatever. Like the, um, he, he has this group of friends. They stay in this, in this mansion and he's going through all these different experiences of dealing with girls, feeling awkward and, kind of just come into grips with who he is and you know i think it's kind of like a love hate story of what it's like to be you know a donald type character in the internet age where you have all this stuff going on around you but you still feel like you're outside of it all and he's kind of saying like the only reason i'm even in all of these circles is because of the internet because i'm naturally just like a weird dude and so that's my take on it but Mm. like you know, to me, that is what, like, this whole album is really describing. Like, if you think of, you know, all the different themes that come into the music, like, you got stuff like World Star, uh, where he's depicting, you know, the, you know, that viral nature of the world. And then you've got stuff like The Worst Guys, which is, like, talking about the hookup culture. And then you've got, like, Telegraph, which is, you know, talking about these love stories, longing for somebody, but they're far away. It's kind of like the whole internet love story. So I think it's just all these things that kind of relate to the internet one way or the other and then he's also weaving in some of his own story in there mm. yeah i think that's a perfect way to put it wow. all right so let's talk a little bit more about like the actual songs themselves hey Ron, so, really quick is the is the ahead. script like available i'm guessing you can everybody can find it yeah 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 you can, uh, yeah, you can just google it now like you can just type it like because the internet script honestly if if i was you brian uh since you do seem to be enthusiastic about it i would take the time to like read the script because it tells you when to play each song okay, okay. yeah that's that's the most that was don't think about question it i had was like what were the roman nu- numerals for so i'm guessing that like goes with the script, yeah right? yeah it does yeah Okay. I thought it was like, yeah, like five different acts, which I guess would be a script. Yeah, and one of the dope things about it, though, like Nick mentioned, is that like, so it tells you when to play the songs, and as you're reading, you may hear some random sound effect in the song that sounded like it had nothing to do with anything, but it actually lines up with what's going on in yep. the script, and then also that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, there's so many little things in this in this album that you just wouldn't know if you didn't read the script, but that's, that's probably why I'm so high, high on the album, because there's just so much thought that had to go into it. Hmm. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the single specifically. So the first and biggest one was 3005, which I believe up until Redbone was probably Gambino's biggest song. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. shortly after that followed Crawl, Sweatpants, and Telegraph Ave. So what did you, what did you guys think of those songs? What were your favorites? What did you like about them? Didn't like for your thoughts? I think 3005 is actually my least favorite song on the album. Is it because it was over, overly played? Um, no. I, I mean, to be honest, I don't really listen to the radio, so I, I, I never really get the overplaying things. It just doesn't happen to me personally. I just felt like it was the most bubblegum song 
of them all, to be honest. And I'm just not like, I feel like I've always been someone who hears the single and I'm like, I get what you're trying to do there, but you know, I really want to hear what the album's talking about. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. I actually, it's not my least favorite song on the album because I, it's some songs I just don't ever mess with at all, but this one I can actually get through. But I did not like this. My definitely my least favorite Gambino single, like from any of his albums. I thought it was him. I thought it was a little bit too much of pandering to the to the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he knew he made he needed to make a song that people would want to listen to to get some hype around it, and that was the formula that, that this song was created behind. Man, I actually really enjoyed that song. That actually, <laughs> 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 well, shit. I enjoyed it, and I feel like that song really made me actually like deep, like dive deeper into the album when it first came out. Because um, it caught, I mean, it's a catchy song. It caught my attention. Um, so, question for you, Conrad: Were you a Gambino fan before? Uh, yeah, because I was a huge fan of um, Camp, and I was really—that's gotcha. why I was really surprised that, like when we're talking about how everyone was hating on him, it was just, I didn't get it because I just thought there was a lot of bangers on camp. <laughs> I agree. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think the big purpose of that song was like, the, like you said, it was catchy, it draws your attention, it makes you want to check out the album and that's, I mean, that's what the single is supposed to do. It's supposed to make people who aren't really fans well, listen to the Super rest true. of it. But, but to me, it almost feels like a trick. Like, when you listen to 3005 and, and then you go to the rest of the album, you're like, oh, yeah, true, true, true. Super true. <laughs> That's very also, true. See, there's some irony see, about... I, go ahead, Brian. No, I, well, I would just say, like, I didn't like the song when I first heard it. But that was before I ever heard the album. And I was not... I was like a... I keep saying, like, whatever he wants to call himself because I didn't know what to call him for the longest time. Like, I was just a fan of the guy. I thought it was cool that this guy could do so many things. No, let me say it again. I thought it was cool this black man could do so many different things. And I was like, that's dope, but I'm not listening to it <laughs> because I don't know what to expect when I get there. I bought the album and never listened to it. That's how you know much of a fan of, or much of an admirer of him I was. Um, so when I heard 3005 everywhere, I was like, I really don't like this song, and I, it's crap. But when I looked to the album in full, and I kind of had this thing going in my head where I'm like, oh, he's telling us something. This is a theme. This is what he's telling us. It totally fit, because I was like, yeah, it's cornball, because relationships can be cornball sometimes. Yep. And then that's, that's when right. I was like, oh, okay, I kind of like it now. Hmm. But I wouldn't I would listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah talk a little I bit about some of the other singles what i really enjoyed were the music videos that he put out behind these songs yeah like um even though the, the worst guys that like, wasn't technically in a single that one had a dope video and then we started doing the ones for like sweatpants mm-hmm. and telegraph app Fire. like those videos were so dope because they were so damn weird like that was literally they still say this day are probably two of the weirdest videos i've seen and if y'all haven't checked out the videos for those, I definitely recommend it to anyone who's listening. Like, it's, it's, one of them is hard to even explain. Like, I don't even want to ruin it for you. I'm just gonna let you go. Out Which one are you talking about? And look at it. The um, the Telegraph, the Oakland. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but that's part of the reason why, like you were, like you were saying, it's weird. Like, part of the reason why I like Donald Glover so much is that I don't understand everything he does. Exactly. Like he is so far out there that I'm like, I don't even know where that thought process came from. But cool, bro. Like, you know, 
<laughs> and was and the best part about it to me is the conversation that inspired. Like the first time I saw that video, I was like, okay, let me hop on the internet and see what people are trying yep. to say about this because I need to understand what this means. Where well, you know, there's a lot of videos out there, you know, they yeah. don't really inspire that feeling. For sure. And Nick, my thing is like, you don't understand this, like why he does the stuff he does, but it also makes me think like, well, hell, I don't even understand <laughs> some of the stuff I do. So <laughs> I wonder if he even understands it, like. And why do I have Maybe to understand not. it? Like that's just part of me. Yeah, and that I think that's like what I admire so much about him is like some stuff probably will never make sense. And if you're ever looking to me to answer it, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> but to your point, Ron, like, hey, we can have some great conversation around it one day, but you'll never confirm it. Like you'll never know. Like if that's really the truth, that'll just be like your interpretation. True that. Hey, Ron, or anybody, you guys remember when the lyric video for 3005 came out? Man. And it was the porn star? Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't think I know. I, 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 I want to hear more. Yo, I was I in the dorm like, hey, y'all see this? Y'all see this? Bro. Everyone. I ain't going to lie. I, at the time, I was like, I was like, damn, he knows me, bro. How he know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, so was, it, was it her reading the lyrics or something? It was just her. It was literally, yeah. It was literally the lyrics to the song, but it was just like, what would you say, a soft porno? Yeah, it's. That's the best way I can say it. Yeah, like it was this chick on a web on a webcam doing her thing, and the song was just the lyrics on the song were just popping up on the sides. All right, I'll be back in. So I was gonna say, I was gonna say, everybody just turned off a podcast. Go listen to it. Yeah, bro, or look at it. I should say. All right, so you got something you want to add? I I wanted to say like sweatpants for me like should have been a. I don't know. I'm guessing you guys said it was a single. Yeah, it was, it was like one of my favorite songs on the mm-hmm. album. I was like, this, this could be like a big hit if I heard it like on the radio or somewhere. I still quote that song to this day. Yeah, to piss off Tori. <laughs> <laughs> so I might be reaching, but uh, for Telegraph Avenue at the end with the soundtrack, maybe it's just me, but it has a sample that sounds very uh, similar to what. Um, well, I should say the intro, like whenever he heard Black Panther coming in at the end of this oh. Telegraph Avenue, it sounded exactly the same. To I have to go end. back and I think I peeped that. Yeah, I gotta go check that. I'm pretty sure it's, I watched me be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Telegraph Avenue. One of the songs, it's either Tele- yeah, it has to be Telegraph Avenue because I was like, man, this sounds really similar, re- re- really similar to Black Panther. So maybe yeah, they, it's about like Oakland, right? Yeah. Anyways, that was just my uh, reach. Hopefully, it's true. <laughs> Watch me. I'm not going to be so mad. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. Huh? I'm going to be so mad if Donald Glover sent Black Panther tomorrow. Because like, of you. I didn't realize it. Childish. Now we, we got that more money. Black black hey, that's that, that's that 10, 10% commission for you, though, bro. Like, nah, we need you. We out here talking about you. You might as well pay up. For real. Add us to the next. Or just right. put us on Atlanta, bro. Okay. Oh, yeah, we can do that, too. That works. All right, let's talk about some more of like, the whole song as, as an entire track list. What was like, your favorite song on the whole project? And if you had to get rid of one song, what would it be? 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass that to you first, Nick. I want to hear what your answer yeah. is. So repeat the question again. So what was your favorite song out of all of them on the entire track uh-huh. list? And if you, if one song had to go, uh, my favorite song is Telegraph F. Um, I'm just a simp that way. I always like like really smooth kind of like new age love songs. Um, so that one kind of was like had me in my emotions a little bit. I used to ride out to it. it was, I used to really, really like that song. But honestly, it's not my favorite anymore, if that makes sense. Like when I when it came out, Telegraph app was my favorite. But now, Life, The Biggest Troll is definitely my favorite. I understand the song now, now that I'm a little bit older. And so those are my favorites. Um, if I had to get rid of one, I would probably get rid of... Uh, no exit really yeah probably it just didn't hit me like i don't dislike the song but if there was like one song i could just live without like no exit can go okay what about you Kyrie? so i was stuck between telegraph ave and the worst guy Mm. the worst guys um but i think if i had to choose like the to pick between the two, I'll probably take the worst guys because I feel like after a while, Telegraph, although it's a great song and it's I added it to my library as a favorite, if I can only listen to it like in certain moments or moods or it's not something, I don't think it's a song that I'll just like keep playing over and over like worst guys. And for me, at first, I was going to cancel World Star. Like I, I, really? I, don't know why, I did not. I, I know. Really? I know. I know. Oh, wait. I know. <laughs> this is fun. I know. <laughs> I know. I just, I just didn't like the way it started. But then I feel like the best part for me was at the end because it had this like smooth R and B type end to it. But the beginning too was just like, yeah, I could go without that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't even want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go next. <laughs> All right, so I mean, it's starting to sound like a broken record at this point, but Telegraph Ave was definitely my favorite song. It's actually, I think, in my top twenty most played songs in my entire library. Like, I, I really dig that song, especially like just the way it starts, where you got like you hear first you hear in a radio song on the radio, mm-hmm. and then you start singing along to it, and it becomes its own its own entire song. Yeah, I love that transition. I love the way the way the sound of it is. Damn near know every lyric in the song. Like, that's one of my top songs. Now, if I had to pick one to, to get rid of, my my gut wants to say 3005, but I can't do that because I know how much it does for the album. Even though personally, I don't like it. So personally, I'm just going to have to go also, not also go with, but I'm going to go with Fly Out of Na- Navigator. Oh, I love that song. That song for me, like, I appreciate the abstractness of it, but it's just like if there's one song on the album that you're never gonna hear me just playing on my own, that's gonna be it. I don't have to agree with that too. I didn't really care for that one. And it really is actually mostly the first half of it because if that, if it was split into two parts and it was just the second half, I probably would bang that all the time. Yeah. Second half or the first half? Just the second half. Well, but I have that, to get through the first half to get that far, so that's why I've never listened to it. That's my question. Do you guys listen to it as halves or do you listen to it as five parts? Both. Good question. I yeah. listen to it as five parts, and there's like definitely a part I don't like. And what part is that? It's like the depressing. It's the depressing part. <laughs> That's like, uh I think 
Is that the Stockholm one? Maybe no as it through 16, earned. Yeah, I think that is definitely like the most de- depressing part of the album. For yeah. sure. Unfortunately, that's not my answer, though. So, here we go. <laughs> All right, so uh, go ahead. What's your answer to be? Look, I definitely enjoyed, I thought I Crawl was a definite, like, great start to the album. I would love for him to, like, even re release that because that girl almost sounded like Rihanna, but I feel like it would be even more Rihanna. Uh, and now that we that know would be. he's working with Rihanna right now, currently on a movie or something, uh, I feel like, God, just do it. Um, I also said I enjoy sweatpants. I enjoy sweatpants, though, because I feel like that's who that guy is. I feel No, no, no. I feel like that's who he wants to be. He wants to be the guy that everybody looks at like, hey, I'm just doing me and you mad because of it, because you can't do the same. But he also understands that he can't just do them. Like, I don't know. I just really, like, felt that song. I did not like Telegraph Ave. It was boring to me. You did not. I mm. loved Lloyd on it. And I wanted to hear Lloyd sing the whole thing. And I was like, is this a real song? <laughs> is it a real song? Maybe it is. I, I don't think like, it is. No. Because when I, it first came I, out, I searched for it. I just did not enjoy that. And now it makes me want to, since all three of you said it, <laughs> it makes me want to go <laughs> listen to it again. But I really, I was annoyed by him on there. It Go watch the video. Where I was like, okay, videos do change songs, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but he annoyed me on there because I thought Lloyd, I felt like that should have just been the song. And I also, I almost wish like that was just a interlude with just Lloyd. But um, my other least favorite song is something you guys also said. The worst guys, because I don't like those types of guys. So like, listen. So that song, it made me like not like what they were talking about, and I just got annoyed while listening to it, and it kind of made me get annoyed with Chance, and I ain't even listening to Chance. So those were kind of my two, and I had other least favorites on here, but those were the two where I was like, I really don't want to hear the rest of the song, hmm. but I'm gonna stick through it because I got to. So well, kind of your opinion. Yep. <laughs> yes, you are. I will say this, though. I will finish with this, though. The last song, which I love whenever somebody can, like, execute a great last song on their album that is about, like, a thing. I really did enjoy the last song in this album. And it was really cool. I really want to go back and listen to it because I know I missed a lot. But I thought, and now hearing, like, who this person is, because I didn't even look at the titles as I was like read. I would just go back and look at it real quick. Um, but I didn't even see his name pop up on iTunes when I uh, saw that song come up. Um, but yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. Because I feel like that song kind of wraps everything together with the theme that kind of, again, was in my head. Nice, nice. All right. So we got about 20 minutes for this app to kick us off with our recording. So I'm going to go ahead and just open it up to whatever else we want to throw out here about this. We had that conversation earlier real quick about the Jamie Foxx comparison. And I want to talk about that a little bit more. Please. So, yeah, I mean, uh, B, go ahead and tell us a little bit more. What did you mean by overselling and underselling when it comes to comparing him to Jamie Foxx? So Jamie Foxx is obviously a talented person. He can sing. He can he has comedy. He can act. But there are many people out there who say he's average at most of them. He's not the best singer. He's not the funniest comedian, and he's not the best actor. Some people even go as far as, as to say, like, he's more of a great uh, uh, impersonator than an actor. 
And every time I hear that, I'm like, no, that's rude because he has an Academy Award. And then people will follow that up and say, well, name one movie that he wasn't impersonated somebody that was actually good. Like, from an acting standpoint, not just him being silly. And uh, I think there's the one with Tom Cruise that I can think of, but he's definitely a supporting character in that movie. And I don't have anything else outside of that. Citizen? So I think Jamie Foxx is that the one you're talking about? No, it's the one. No, the one with Tom Cruise was, uh, it was in a bait cab. or uh, Where no, he's a cab was, uh, driver? Yeah, I know what you're talking I about. I can't Hold think on. of the name, though. Baby Driver? I'm a... No. And he's, oh, I hate him in that. <laughs> but James oh, Fox collateral. You're talking collateral. About collateral. Collateral. Yeah. That was actually, that's when he got a, uh, the award for Ray, too. He was nominated for both yeah. that night. But what I about... think Jamie Foxx is obviously talented, but I just feel like he's an easy go to just because he's a triple threat, not because he's actually the best at all three. And I feel like when I say like that's underselling childish. I actually do feel like he's actually talented at all three. Okay. You think you think Childish is a better singer than, than Jamie? Jamie? No. No, but I feel like Childish put together a better album than Jamie ever has. Yeah, that's fair. I'll that's give you fair, that. Yeah. But I, I Oh, s- you know, go ahead. But you But I feel like if you if you have that opinion like my question is like how do you feel about like Django or Law Abiding yeah. Citizen or Sleepless. Any Given Sunday. Sleepless. I feel like he was like, the weakest part of all those movies. No. Even Law Abiding Citizen. Bro. <laughs> what? Django? He was the weakest? Sorry. Like, Django, nobody... I, well, I'll say this. Oh, God. Everybody left Django talking about Leo and Sam. Nobody really talked about Jamie. The only reason they were talking about Sam is because they were mad at yeah. him. <laughs> Yeah, but, and they, Leo. but they no, 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 no. But they also say they played the hell out of them characters. The only thing they say about Django is like, yeah, that's that's a superhero. But they don't say like Jamie played that part exceptionally well. As a matter of fact, most people say they want to see what Will would have deal with it because Will had the character Wait, first. Who do you follow? You know, I think Will. Yeah. I'm, I'm just you know, actually, I respect. I respect his opinion. He follows the industry. On that. Yeah, but what about okay? So what about the Kingdom? What about White House Down? Still not good acting. I'm not saying it's bad acting. I'm just saying like there's other people in those movies that Jamie was supposed to be the star of that we cared about more. Like Jamie, I mean, think about White House Down. They made a whole last sequel without him. Did they? Damn. And yeah, that's a sequel. That could up. be a check thing, bro. No, no, no. But I'm saying like everybody else who was in the first one showed up, but he wasn't that important that he came back. I feel like Jamie's yeah. a great like role player. He's a great person to be on the team, but you don't. I I just say you usually don't leave the movie theater talking about him. You may talk about the movie, you may talk about the theme, you may talk about other people in the movie, but you're not like, oh my god, Jamie was so amazing. Other than Ray, which he impersonated somebody for two hours. But I think also what you're what you're undercutting is how hard it is to disappear into another person. True. Like that is not an average person's skill. Like there's a handful of people in the world who can truly do that. You're right. Like You're there right. was no trace of Jamie Foxx right. in that in Ray. So I, I, I get what you're saying, but I think you're also undervaluing what kind of talent it takes to be able to do something like that for two hours. Yeah. 
look, if they would have gave the Academy Award to anybody else that year, I probably would have burned the couch. <laughs> because he definitely <laughs> If Jamie came out with a, Jamie's coming out with a movie this fall. Nobody going to see that. Baby Driver. Nobody cared about Jamie in that movie. I didn't care about Jamie in that movie. I should yeah, say. So he wasn't really even awesome. like he was yeah, I guess in that movie he really wasn't much of a he didn't know. He really didn't do much. <laughs> I think the last time I really enjoyed Jamie in a movie was Horrible Bosses. Like I just really he's a supporting character in that, but I just enjoyed He was pretty the funny. Way he he was that. really funny. He was hilarious. Yeah. I mean he wouldn't get an award for it, but yeah, he definitely no. did a good job. It was definitely funny. He did he did his thing. Hey Nick, can I be a little controversial? Ain't that the same character he played in Baby Driver? Uh mm-hmm. similar enough, yeah. Similar, similar. Yeah, similar yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. But that could be it pulls t- from the same I, skill but set. also that could be typecasting, bro. Like what actor doesn't play similar characters? It's true. Dwayne, it was the Rock Johnson. He can't act though, and I love the Rock. I know, but he plays yeah, the same the thing every time. So does Kevin Hart. True. <laughs> Kevin true. Hart been doing the same role for two decades. <laughs> All right. So since we're doing comparisons, being Conrad, I want to ask a question that a lot of shit were back in the day from Nick and Tori when I said this. So my answer was at the time. Let's just talk about what y'all think right now. All right. Who is a better singer between Gambino and Drake? Uh, as far as what? Like, who just, just who's a better singer? Whatever, however you define oh, it. Oh, singer? Yeah. Childish. Yeah. Uh, That's not even close to me. Yeah, I think I'll have to. I don't even think Drake is a singer, to be honest. <laughs> no. I feel like Drake, Drake is a harmonizer. Yeah. You got to know your strengths. See? Y'all are still sleeping on Drake does have some singing. I didn't say you can't I, Don't sing. get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying, saying that he's a better sing. singer than Childish. In 2018, <laughs> I agree with that. But back in the day, I think we might have been like, well, we were still at State. So this was 2012 or before. I didn't. I don't think that Gambino had the catalog to put him above Drake, considering what he had done with his singing and his music. I got to look back Ryan, and think of what Drake was doing. I got to go. Yeah, bro. Ryan, you would listen to a whole Drake singing album over Childish? I mean, now that we have Awaken My Love, I can't say that. But back in there, I would have said, yeah. Because I'm thinking of like, okay, oh, see, 2010, 2010 was like, thank me later and yep. take care. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and he had fire singing tracks on both of those. No. <laughs> His voice is not fire. Like quality of voice, <laughs> range, ability to sing live, bro. I don't think it's even close. Okay, but okay, okay then to put it to, put it in terms of making them actually like a better song, regardless of the actual. Well, Drake will get you a hook, you know, bro. Drake oh, makes yeah, fire music. Yeah. Like no one's gonna deny that. But you you asked who's a better singer? Child. I think he could even give you a better song of singing. Back in, back then, he could he was giving better singing songs. I don't know, man. Oh, you know, here's a better Gambino. question. Here's a better question. Who would you rather? Well, you. you can't say this now, but who would you rather see in concert singing to you? Wait, what? Because <laughs> you're about to go see Childish. Like, who would you rather see in concert, Drake or Childish? Oh, who would I rather see in concert? No, no, singing. singing. Like if Drake had a whole singing, singing concert in one of the. Who would you rather see, him or Childish? Okay, 
I'm gonna say Childers only because of how much I love Awaken My Love. But if that album didn't exist, I think I would take the Drake songs over Childers songs. Do you think Drake could sing Redbone? No way. No. Drake cannot sing. Right. I just want to make sure because you said, yeah, I might have a little, I might be worried. Uh, I mean, so nah. who do you think's a better performer though, Ron? Drake or Childish Gambino? I mean, I've only seen Gambino once, so it's hard for me to really give a full comparison. I think it's, that's a tough matchup to be if you're talking about overall performance. Because Drake will put on a hell of a show. I'm not saying that he's bad. Not at all. Like, I actually really enjoyed the last Drake show I went to. I'm just thinking overall creativity, like the lighting, the way, you know, the band, etc. I'm... I mean, I'm biased, obviously. I started this conversation with I'm a stand, but I really think that Charles Gambino and overall artistry is just better. I feel like if they had the same resources... Well, look, let me start by saying I've never seen Childish before, but just looking at the resources Drake has, that's not a fair comparison to me. Like, this fool got women swimming in his stage on his tour every night. (laughs) Like that that's not a fair comparison to what childish brings to the stage. I don't know. That's just me looking at performance. I'm gonna call it a tie, man. I really can't call it. Hmm. I do wanna go back to something we were talking about earlier about people not liking Donald, childish, whoever it may be. And I feel like Nick, you were saying people didn't like him then. I would say more people don't like him now or it's cooler not to like him now. I would agree with that, but I think it's a difference in the hate. Yeah. Like, today's hate of, Ch- of Donald is, oh, he's not as great as people say he is. He's not all that. Back then, it was just straight up, yo, he sucks. Why does he even have yeah. fans? Like, you would get shit for even being exactly. a fan of him back then. You feel like that's not the case today? No. No. I, I think I think the, the hate today is more rooted in respect. Yeah. Like, you know, people... Like you're not gonna get shit because you like down there, because you like Atlanta, because you like like my love. Like at least I don't see anyone talking like that. But I think like back in the day, if you said you like camp, or even because of the internet, you like will lose respect, or like people will take your opinion less credible. Yeah, man. Like telling a traditional hip hop fan that your favorite new album is by Childish Gambino and it's called Camp. Like just that sentence alone, like they automatically dismissed you. Because what was hot back then? Like Gucci was hard, Boosie was heavy. Like, it was a whole different kind of era. So, you know, it just, like, it came with kind of having to be secure. Like, being a Charles Gambino fan at that time, you kind of just being secure in what you like and liking what you like. I just don't see how you yeah, can like. Say, like it's... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You shot? <clears throat> well, I was going to say, like, it's different today because you can actually hate him on everything he does. Whatever name he uses, you can say, like, well, he's not the best rapper. You can say he's not the best actor. You can say he's not the best singer. You can say he's not the best comedian. You say he's not the best businessman. Like, there's more opportunities to hate today than were they what they were then because we didn't know he did all that stuff. Like, there were people, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but there were people back then who didn't even know. Well, hell, I know for sure because it was an article that came out this year didn't even know he went by two different names, like two different stage names. Like SNL this year made a whole joke about it because he was the actor and the musical guest. So I just feel like people, I have a theory of why people hate on him now, but I do feel like there's more opportunities to hate on him today than it was back then because, hell, (laughs) I was today years old before I found out 
this wasn't his first album that he came out with. So <laughs> people had a reason to hate on him. <laughs> I had no clue. Yeah. Hell, I didn't even know this album came out. Well, I didn't know this album came out. Was say, you say you bought it. I didn't know no song off of it. I didn't know no songs off of it. So I thought it was a whole, I'm like, hey, he's singing on this latest album, which I heard. So maybe that's a whole singing album. I know he rapped. Yeah, I guess three thousand five is like sing rap, so who knows what that is these days. I guess to add one last thing before we leave, it's just that I feel like the hate then, the hate now. I think just like you said, we didn't know much back then because social media wasn't as like crazy as it is now. So I feel like that means more that he was hated on then than he is now because social media will make up anything to try hate on someone once they're making it or doing whatever they're doing. So I, at least that's how I'm looking at it. If back then no, no one knew him that much and they had no other influence other than like, we don't know him, he sounds corny. And here, now, if you're hating on him, you have all these reasons that are going to throw in there from his, from his lifestyle, from his who he's dating and try to make it even worse yeah. than what it really is. Yeah. So if that makes sense. What's crazy though is even from the very beginning, there were a lot of reasons to hate on like donald glover because like i don't know if y'all noticed but like his first job out of college was writing for 30 rock and then yeah. he quit that to go do community and then he quit that to do stand-up but then he quit yeah. that to go do music like he was just like yeah i'm just doing whatever i want so like before people yeah. even really knew who he was he was always doing a bunch of stuff it just you know he just wasn't as popular so i feel what you're saying i just think it's it's weird because he's always been this way yeah, but I feel like he's always been this way. But even if you follow, like, that through line, like, everything all was still coming together. Like, Atlanta was still in the process back when he was writing on 30 Rock. Because even Tina Fey mentions, like, she knew that he was coming up with this concept. So that was before Community. Mm-hmm. And the music, like, even, like, the people in Community were like, yeah, we knew he was working on this stuff. So it wasn't like he wasn't, I guess... Up front. Uh, or even, like, more so, like, focused. Yeah. Because some people like to make the story, like, oh, this guy is just, he'll do whatever he wants to whenever he wants to. I, I feel like the story that came out earlier this year around Daredevil was like, oh, well, we can't get in touch with him. He's not doing, he's not following our guidelines. And he comes out like, no, no, bitch. I wrote the whole script. Me and my brother were good. We did everything we were supposed to. You guys just couldn't handle it. Like, I feel like that's an easy way to, like, put him in a box. Like, he's not focused. He's not reliable. So you got to be careful to work with him. I feel like that's what white people are trying to do with him now. But he has so many people on, like, supporting him. I mean, Tina Fey is a big name. NBC is a big brand. FX is becoming huge. Like, he has all these people supporting him. Like, no, this guy is the real deal. I mean, dude, he's about to play Simba. So it's like, you got to understand, like, not only has he been doing it for so long, but he knows how to keep great relationships when it matters. And I feel like that's working for him in the long run. Whether you like his talent or not, you can't deny the dude has built a great network of people to support him along the way. I agree. And that's what I appreciate about him. That is a real great note. And unfortunately, I think we're going to have to end it on that because we got about three minutes for that we get cut off on this one. So as great as this conversation is, we're going to have to pick it up another time. Damn, this is good. I know, right? <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> but once we hit that two-hour mark, it's going to cut us. 
Word. Well, let's close out then. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap it up then. So we appreciate everyone out here to the town listening to it. We hope y'all enjoyed the discussion. If y'all got anything that we missed or y'all want to add to it, feel free to hit us up. We told y'all to get at us. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass it to you first, Nick. Tell the people how to reach you or anything you want to plug. Yeah. Uh, if, if you want to get at me, uh, you can hit me up on Instagram, uh, YT underscore McGee. That's M-A-G-E-E. Um, also, if you're into like outdoor accessories, I do run an e-commerce store. Um, I did create a uh, a discount code, uh, so it's uh, beyondthecitylimit.com, and it, I'll uh, because I, I mess with you guys, so you can use the discount code of Who's Man's twenty five, and you'll get twenty five percent off your entire order. Hey, hey. <laughs> love that. Hey, y'all, we out here, dog. What I tell y'all? Make sure we plug that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. If anybody want to get me, you can catch me on Twitter at TaylorMadeLife. I'll be on there every day. I'll see whatever you want to talk about. Be shocked. I can get at you. Hey, don't at me at God. Congratulations <laughs> to Andrew Gillum, the first black uh, or the first guy who can be the first black governor of Florida. He won his primary tonight, Tuesday, whatever date this is. And happy birthday, Michael Jackson. Tomorrow, August 29th, if you ain't listening to Michael, what are you even doing, Conrad? <laughs> hey, you guys can find me on Big C22 on Instagram, that fellow underscore Connie on Twitter. Look, only message I have because I was just around so much love this past week and, and so much happiness is don't forget to be around people that love you, your friends, your family, and always remember that at the end of the day, they will always be there because, look, we haven't seen each other in – as a group like that in a while and as soon as we get there we're, it's like we never missed a step and that just shows how much friendship and family is very important so take the time this week to just be with people that care for you um darn old you ain't shit you ain't shit you ain't shit. <laughs> um Hey, Darnold, don't die working out last time, all right? Finish the workout. You got Ooh, to. You Damn. Won, Didn't even finish. Dressing up like an athlete, you can't finish, dog. Got a DNF. Wow. You're rocking them long white socks like you're a tennis player. You can't finish a workout. (laughs) Damn. All right, five seconds of (laughs) y'all. Serena would never. Darn, you ain't shit, dog. (laughs)